Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Welcome back to the podcast. And I wanted to talk today a little bit about well, a little bit about a lot of things. We got listed uh, recently on Apple iTunes. So the podcast is up on iTunes, and that brought me into looking around iTunes and uh, that sort of thing. I've I've been an Android user for the majority of my adult life since it's been around. Um, I never really paid too much attention to Apple. I, uh, in the earlier days, uh, the iTunes program uh, on the computers, it doubled up your library, and that kind of turned me. And what I mean by that is back when you know your footprint computer had 80 gigs of memory, <laughs> which is unheard of. My thumbnail or uh, micro SD has more than that, 126, I think now. They're insane. Um, it would take your entire audio library and then duplicate it and put it into iTunes. And since then, I was like, you know what? I'm not interested. Also, I could be wrong. And maybe I just didn't know what I was doing, but it was duplicating my iTunes. That's irrelevant. Anyhow, I talk about that. I, I digress. I roll back into what I wanted to talk about, which was going through the podcasts that are on there. And there are so many motivational podcasts out there, obviously available. Uh, we live in an, uh, an amazing uh, an amazing time where if you've got a voice, you can use it. Uh, and, and one of my uh, mentors in, in this realm, in the podcasting realm, has, has said, you know, uh, it doesn't matter how many podcasts are out there because so many of them aren't updated. They aren't, um, they've, you know, they, they haven't been continuing. So your voice will carry through. If you keep speaking and if you stay true to it, your voice will carry through. I like that. What I don't like per se is the ability to review. Um you know, whatever you want. And there's so many people that say, you know, a good review is this, a good review is that. But if you if you if you live in hate and if you live in a dark spot, you're gonna you're gonna you run a smear campaign. Every single person that talks negative, um unless it's constructive negativity, you know, I mean that's 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 an, a normal thing. You know, this is Yada yada yada. These are the reasons. Yada 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 yada. But when you see somebody write something like, "I didn't like this podcast because I couldn't relate," you see quite a few of those reviews. As I scanned through a bunch of them, obviously that you know the the normals, the normies, the the Tony Robbins and the Brendan Burchards of the world. But when you start skipping into you know, the, the, the Joe Schmoes and the regular guys and the people that are just out sort of speaking. You know, you see a lot of comments on there and, and one or two star reviews about a personal strife. I didn't like this because I yada, yada, yada. I didn't like this because, you know, or, or this is because yada, yada, yada. But when it's personal relations, when it, when it comes down to I personally didn't like this because I personally couldn't relate or because I personally don't believe 
You know, nobody wants to hear that. And it's funny because as much as you can agree with me in saying, I don't want to hear about somebody's personal life, right? It's the same thing for for us, for the for both the person reading it and the person speaking it, because one day we're reading and one day we're speaking. If you speak a personal negative, you live a personal negative. If you take in a podcast that is maybe not so much your style, but close to it, and you think, you know, I can relate to that. I can understand that. I see where he's coming from. I don't quite connect with him, and you're thinking this to yourself. I don't quite connect with him, but I see where he's going, and you know what? Good for you for putting it out there. Those are great thoughts to have. You're not supposed to like or connect or or be one with everybody. But what is, you know, what is the world? What is, what is the whole purpose? Who are we to share a negative review? Who are we to knock somebody else down because we personally don't understand? We personally don't like, you know, there's, it's interesting too, because you see, with information that's going out there, you see all kinds of, I don't know, options, opportunities, things to say, things to speak, opinions, uh, perspectives, and all of these things are great. Now, Dave Chappelle said it best when he said, you clicked on my face. He says, remember this when you watch my my special. If you're sitting at home and you're watching this on Netflix and you want to get offended by what I've said or, or what I'm doing, I didn't seek you out. You clicked on my face. So there are people out there that click on faces, that click on programs, that click on things just to vent, just to, just to air their personal discrepancies, their personal opinions of negativity. And that's okay. Everybody should have an opinion. Everybody should have something to say. But the majority of the world is pre-programmed to hate and to live in, in these dark spaces and to and to feel this stuff. And I'm not talking about the positive people, obviously. I'm not talking about, you know, the majority of the world. I'm talking about the 1% of people that go out of their way to run their mouths and say their piece and spew like spew their hate for so so many things uh, another another post that i came across that i saw was it was quite funny it was they were talking about how uh the critics are all up in arms about this and and all this stink and you see this stuff on the media you see this stuff in your newsfeed you see this everybody's complaining about this everybody's complaining about that uh, the people are rioting over this over these opinions over these words over these thoughts and then you see something like a review where, you know, 4,000 people reviewed it and six were the complainers. Six people complained, like six, six negative, six, you know, a revelation of like six simple, six, six simple individuals. Wow, I stuttered that one out quite well. Six simple individuals, also kind of hard to say if you think about it, could create such a stink and such a buzz because your average person goes, that was all right, you know, five star. Or that was okay, four star. Or you know what? Eh, could have been better. But you know what? You tried three star. You know, and then there's those six people out of the four thousand that go everywhere they possibly can 
to create this negative buzz, this negative vibe. Now, that's cool. Do your thing. Do what you want to do. Be be who you want to be. Go out there and create that negativity and learn this and 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 cut other people down because it's funny to think that these people have they live in such such a such a downer spot, such a such a dark and bleak place that they have to they have to bring the rest of the world into it. They have to create personal relevance by by ostracizing, burning, or or acting offended. And I think I said this on the podcast before. Actually, I, mean, I know I have. If you are one of these people, reach out to me. I'd love to have you on the podcast. I'd love to. I'd love to take somebody who just goes around and and talks shit in the dark. You know, I'd love to put you anyone, any one of you. If any of you are listening to this because you hate me or because of 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 any negative content connotation, come on the show. Let's talk. Let's let's see. What it is that makes you tick. Let's put one of you into the spotlight. I think that'd be fantastic. Um, I do know, however, that there are so many factors and influences that go into this. You know, our whole lives, we watch something, we see something, we understand something. We can only make a decision based on the information we have. So even though somebody wants to go around and spew this negativity and comment on these things and, and, and just drop negative bombs that are personal, they were taught that. That's a taught mentality. And we think that our reality is, is one of consistency. But the fact is your reality is merely a reflection of what you focused on and what you've taken in and the information that you have. I've talked about this in the past again, you know, Two people can go to the to, to a baseball game. Uh, who, who who do we have today? We had uh, football, for example. The, the The season opened with the Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears. Two best friends that have gone through life together. One of them's a Green Bay fan. One of them's a Chicago fan. Can sit down in the exact same game, having lived the exact same life. Selectively lived the exact same life. Could be next door, but one of them's a Bears fan. One of them's a Packers fan. Somebody's walking away from that game upset. And there's no difference in life. One, one, The exact same thing takes place. One person's elated. Another person's infuriated. This is, this is the life that we lead. You know? So your actual reality is inside your head. What you think everyone shares with you is incorrect. You are a reflection of the information that you've taken in. Um, it's kind of a funny thing. So when you start seeing things, and again, obviously, if you've listened to the show, you know I dabble in conspiracy theories, but I only do this to show free thought. A conspiracy theorist, by definition, is somebody who can think for themselves, do the research, ask questions, generate answers, and not just blindly accept the narrative that's been given to them. When you start doing this, 1 plus 1 equals 2 plus 2 equals 4, you start connecting dots. You start seeing things. You start seeing different patterns. You start seeing a truth to it. Because somebody can say, they took down 9-11. It was an inside job, right? And the world will say, no, it wasn't. No, I saw it on the news. And then they would say, how could you possibly say it was an inside job? What's wrong with you? Or you're some sort of conspiracy theorist. What's happening here is cognitive dissonance where your mind just can't accept it. But here's the funny thing. When you actually do open and free your mind, you understand that 
Every piece of information that's been put inside your head has literally been put inside your head. Your thoughts aren't necessarily, well, they are yours, but they're manipulated. They're created. You think that you have angst. You think that you think that there is some sort of absolute to the reality in which you live in. You know, but it's not. It's that's not the way it is because everything that, that we have taken in has been handed to us. So the the original thoughts that we think we're having are an extrapolated version. In other words, we've taken a bunch of our lives, we've taken this new information, we've taken all kinds of stuff, and we've extrapolated upon. I saw a great movie. Actually, there's a perfect clip that I can add to this, and it's 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 from uh, Under the Silver Lake. I think the t- the title of the movie is called Yeah, Under the Silver Lake. Um, where, <laughs> where one of the characters is talking to another character and the guy behind the piano is explaining to him that there's messages in all the songs. It's like the, the powers that be, you know, are those that are creating a world in which we can't see because we are living in the world that they've delivered to us through all, all forms of influence, media, radio, uh, well, your television, your news, uh, movies, all this stuff is is subtle influence consistently throughout your life. You think things are done by accident. You think everything is just like, hey, that's really great. That was such a neat thing that just randomly popped up. You don't think Taylor Swift is fabricated. You don't think Jay-Z is fabricated. You don't think these people show up, do a bunch of stuff, and disappear. You think it's hard work that gets these people here? Ask anybody, and everybody knows one person that's got really crazy good talent and is trying to be a rapper coming into their hometown. It's got nothing to do with how much talent you have. It's got everything to do with who puts a, who puts a spotlight on you. Everything, everything, everything is fabricated, and I am going to put that link in. I'm going to find that in uh, in uh, edit uh, in the, in an after edit here. So it's gonna it's gonna show up. I'm going to play the link or the whole clip that is under the Silver Lake, which is a phenomenal clip. I'm going to play it right now. You wrote the song Turning Teeth for Jesus and the Brides of Dracula and the codes and the music. I found the tunnels and the bomb shelter. Okay. So what does it all mean? You come and sit down. Yeah. That Kurt Cobain's Fender Mustang guitar? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I don't remember. I have so many things. Can I pick it up? Oh. I don't always worry what the message is. I just pass it along. I slip it between the notes, hide it away from people that know it's there. You're saying you've done this before? Codes? I wrote the music your dad grew up to. Half of what you sang along to as a kid, and I'm still doing it. And these teenagers are dancing to my music. I want it that way. Tell me why. You're telling me there's hidden messages in old pop songs? Movies, television shows. Everything you know, 
why? That's pop culture, isn't it? Floats away like tissue paper. Yeah, I blow my nose. I find a used Kleenex, I recycle it, and there is your wedding song. Here it comes. I want to know what love is. <laughs> and I want you to show me. What are the tunnels for? Is there going to be a war? Oh, hell, I don't know. I'm just trying to make a living, earn a few dollars. Well, you have everything. No. You know this girl? Well, isn't she pretty? Earth Angel, Earth Angel. She was killed. Oh, won't you be mine? Well, Along with Jefferson Sevens, but I think you already knew that. Huh? No, I did not. I don't care what's fashionable or cool. It's all silly and it's all meaningless. I created so many of the things that you care about. The songs that give your life purpose and joy. When you were 15 and rebelling, you were rebelling to my music. Uh-oh. That's one you know. <laughs> that song was not written on distorted guitar. No. I wrote it here on piano somewhere between a blowjob and an omelet. There is no rebellion. There's only me earning a paycheck. I don't believe you. Well, good, because the real message was not meant for you. So it's better if you just smile and you dance and you enjoy the melody. Because this ugly old man, me, I am the voice of your generation, your grandparents, your parents, and all the young people that follow you. I love rock and roll. Drop another dime in the jukebox, baby. <laughs> oh, look at you. <laughs> Everything that you hoped for, that you dreamed about being a part of, is a fabrication. Your art, your writing, your culture is the shell of other men's ambitions, ambitions beyond what you will ever understand. <laughs> That's funny to you? Well, it's a little bit funny, don't you think? <laughs> because I wrote this, and I wrote this, <laughs> and I wrote this, Stop it. Uh, and I wrote this too. Stop it. <laughs> Who's paying you to write these songs? <laughs> Who's paying you to write these songs? Oh, shit. <laughs>
And there you have it. That's the clip. And that explains perfectly what we were trying to talk about. You know, you can say, one person can say, hey, well, that's, you know, kind of ridiculous. You know, there's no possible way that that's a thing, right? But why is there no possible way? Why do we honestly think that everything is by accident and by fluke? Because it would make a lot more sense for them to describe that and for them to say that. Um, if we believe everything that we believe or everything that we've been told, then the narrative is laid out for us and our own power is taken because we're like, yes, we are infinite nothingness, floating on a rock, flying through space, total fluke, yada, 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 who knows what, right? And this is a, this is a, a very hard driven fact in North America that NASA is real and that we are, you know, that we are a rock in space. And, and the funny thing is any one of you right now can go online, look up any single picture from NASA. Every single picture you've ever seen from of space is CGI. It's, it's a computer generated image. I mean, there's, you can look at, they've, they've talked about, here's Earth in, in 1972, and here's Earth in 2018, the blue marble, they call it. They changed the hue. The clouds are identical. The picture is the same. You know, and they play off, who knows what they're doing? Who knows what the intent is? You know, when you talk about conspiracy theory, when you talk about this, when you talk about that, I don't want to talk about anything. I want to talk about factual things that you can see. You know, a narrative was given to us. And we accepted it openly. And we created a reality for ourselves based on a narrative that was handed to us. So when you want to accept that or when you want to look into that, feel free to start applying certain logics. But not only into small things like those very obvious conspiracy theories. I mean, looking at 9-11, for example, when you look at Building 7 come down, if you watch, if you just watch that building come down, and you think that that is possible? I mean, you can look at, at at Waco, Texas, where they blew the building up. Explosives, massive amounts of explosives blew half the building out, and the other half stood tall. Stood tall. Building 7 at 9-11 was a complete freefall, as if it was a planned demolition. Uh, you can see it. You can see it with your own eyes. And, and some people will accept it. Some people won't. Most people will just be like, I'm not even going to bother looking at that because that doesn't have any effect on me whatsoever. And I can tell you, here's why Building 7 affects somebody who would never even blink to look into conspiracies. If you believe the story that you've been handed, and if you believe that you created that story, and if you're depressed or you don't like your job, or you don't, you know, you're not making enough money, or you're not happy with where you are in life and what you're doing. You have to understand that that narrative is the reason you're locked into place, is the reason you are where you are. That story that they gave you, that idea that you picked the 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 rock and roll that you listened to, that you chose, you know, and that's the neatest thing. You did choose it, right? But they gave you here. Here's ten songs. Pick one you like. You know, you didn't get to go out there and, and experience it. Yet we we accept that as the reality. We accept that everything, you know, there's so many options on the radio and there's so many channels and there's so many television channels and there's so much this and there's so many options. But if you take them all into one, if, if, if six companies own the television and own the media, then all of your options are given to you by 
Six people who are probably buddies. Which really narrows it down. So the conspiracy theories tie in certainly with the the idea of motivation. The conspiracy theories tie in certainly with the fact that you don't have to be depressed. Medication, taking medication for depression is is another part of the trap. Man, you can talk yourself out of this. You can work yourself out of this. There is a workaround. You can have anything you've ever wanted. Here's the coolest thing in the entire world. What you've taken in and what you've accepted as information that you want to parlay and you want to use for yourself, that's what's created your life. So every single thing you currently have right now is a direct result of the effort you've put in or the lack thereof. Everything. So if you want a little bit more, go for it. You want to quit smoking? Quit smoking. You think addiction's real? It's only real if you make it real. It's only real because they've said it was real. That reality breaks. Once you've broken that reality, it all breaks. Because reality isn't reality. Reality is just what you've agreed to. When you stop agreeing to stuff, your mind changes. When your mind changes, things are different. I smoked cigarettes for 25 years. And when I quit, I quit. People can say, oh yeah, you know, been there, done that, yada, yada, yada. But you go from a pack a day, you know, granted I tried here, I tried there, I quit here, I quit there, but it wasn't ready until my mindset was done. And then I simply said, I'm done. My mind had come full circle to the point where I had said, you know, and I understood a little bit more about my mind, and it just simply said, you're done. I had four cigarettes left. I said, I'm going to enjoy these cigarettes. I know they're my last four cigarettes. And then I'm moving on. There was no addiction. There was no withdrawal. There was no nothing. Because I knew in my heart of hearts that it was fake. That all of this stuff, all of this information that was given to me was given to me uh, to keep me smoking. It's the most amazing thing in the entire world. When you really think about it, there's so much money in the smoking industry. Everybody smokes, and when you smoke, you're lethargic. When, when you smoke, you do things differently. You're going to be lazy. You're going to spend more money on other things. You're not going to, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be healthy. You know, what's going to happen is you're going to buy crappier food. You're going to make shittier decisions because you're a smoker. People don't understand this. I've been a smoker my whole life. It doesn't affect my decision making. That's bullshit. It really, truly does. And you can only see that when you're on the other side. You know, most people that smoke cigarettes will happily eat McDonald's. There isn't one ultra successful person out there that smokes cigarettes because smoking cigarettes is a mindset and it's stupid and what they do they introduce vaping that's kind of fun but on on top of that i mean even if we don't talk about smoking if we talk about quitting smoking there's so much money in the smoking industry because people pay tons of tons of dollars for cigarettes but the real money is in the healthcare Right, every single person that has health problems is a client, is a churn, is a churnable client. And if you want to quit smoking, it's really hard. Quitting smoking is really hard. Ooh, you shouldn't try. But if you do try, here, here, try this gum. Here, chew on this. Here, have some Champex. Here, use some vape. Here, have this nicotine, nicorette, have vape inhaler and, and squirt mouth, <laughs> mindset control, brainwash. Here, try all this stuff. Or, you know, if you need some support, you can call us. Yeah, it's really tough. Let's keep focusing on how tough it is to quit smoking. Or, stop. You stop smoking. 
If you believe you're addicted, then you're addicted. If you quit and you don't believe you're addicted, why the hell would you be standing out in the cold sucking on a cigarette? Because you have to? That's just a story. Anyway, I digress. I've, I've gone off track a little bit here, but that's okay. Um, this to me was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I have, I'm, I'm starting in with a, a few more guests. The guests have been phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. But the whole point of this podcast is to get anyone that's, even if I have five listeners, is to get each of you thinking for yourselves and saying, man, it's true. I can do anything I want because I've already demonstrated that I have maximized my ability to produce with the information that I have. So the only thing holding me back is the lack of information. So all I need to do is go and acquire more information and then everything else will come easily. It's been a great episode, ladies and gentlemen. And in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.